At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom-built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. WebmasterRadio.fm presents CEO Coach. From funding to finance, set up the staffing. Our CEO coaches break down the art of business development from the ground up. Now here to get you started are the experts of online business startup, management, and development. The founders of Outlines Venture Group, Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy. Welcome to WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy at CEO Coach. Today we've got a wonderful expert with us, Eric Enga. Ann, tell us all about our guest. Oh, Eric. Welcome, Eric. It's so good to have you here. I'm so glad to be here. Um, Eric and I go back quite a long way, and with you too, Jillian, as well, on the conference circuit, Eric is founder and CEO of Stone Temple Consulting in Massachusetts, um, and also the co-author uh, with uh, of The Art of SEO with Rand Fishkin, whom we know very well. So Eric and I have been friends for a long time, and I'm just delighted we get a chance to talk to, us, to you today on The CEO Coach. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about Stone Temple and what you do, and then we'll get into the uh, rest of it later. Yeah, happy to do that. Uh, and thanks, Ann and Jillian. I, I'm really pleased to be on the show today, too. Um, so at Stone Temple Consulting, is about 46 people. Well, exactly 46 people at the moment, uh, but we're still hiring. Uh, the company has been growing steadily over the past few years. Our focus is digital marketing. Uh, we're certainly most well-known for our SEO expertise, which is probably uh, still about half the business, and it's still a growing part of our, our business. Uh, and the other half is uh, content marketing type stuff, which, when done the right way, has a very strong tie together with SEO, of course. Uh, so that's kind of the, uh, the space that we work in. Customers range from uh, Fortune 100 companies, of which we have a number of clients, uh, uh, to, you know, uh, entrepreneurial organizations uh, starting up and, uh, you know, getting, uh, getting their feet under them and getting going. So that, that's kind of the range of what we, uh, what we do. Well, I'm glad you mentioned entrepreneurs because um, I understand that you yourself also built and sold three publishing companies. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about that, please? Yeah, no, I'd be happy to. It's kind of interesting because when I first 
learned about SEO, which is back in 2002, uh, I, I actually, the first thing I did is uh, got together with a buddy of mine and we uh, launched a couple of websites. Uh, uh, that was back in the day. And I mean, we uh, launched a site called onlinemotorcycleparts.com and we we're ranking number two for motorcycle parts a week later. Uh, it's obviously a lot harder today. But um, in any case, we uh, launched a, a, a few websites, and then one of them became the main focus of what we were doing. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, um, it grew, and we suddenly started making, uh, you know, really pretty good money on it. Um, and it was all, I mean, we bought the domain name, we did all our own content, we did everything. It was a, it was a bootstrap operation. Uh, and I still had Stone Temple Consulting was kind of my consulting practice on the side and it was kind of steady cash flow while we were waiting for the, the business to, to, to grow. But eventually it actually grew to be a pretty sizable site. And back in 2006, uh, we sold that site. But funnily enough, in parallel, before we sold it, we had already started another venture where we added a third partner. Uh, and that was uh, actually a site called CityTownInfo.com, which is still out there and still uh, doing quite well. Um, and we built that one up uh, and sold that one in 2010. Um, that was one that was a prominent enough sale that the company that bought it, uh, Quinn Street, uh, actually uh, announced it on their earnings call. And then um, uh, we had already started yet another business before we sold that one. Uh, with a fourth partner, uh, and we sold that one in 2012. So we went through this uh, kind of cycle. One of the things that kind of made it interesting is that even as we were doing all this, the consulting business I had kind of kept growing, uh, you know, on the side. And to me, it was mostly steady cash flow while I was working on the publishing companies. But now it's kind of become the main business. So that's that's the short form of the story. So that's really interesting, and one of the things I wanted to ask you was, um, you've already kind of mentioned it, the the concept of steady cash flow while you were developing these uh, other publishing sites to sell. And what I wondered is, that certainly is a, is a lesson for entrepreneurs, but how did your work with the... Um, with your own experience building and selling these sites, how did that inform your work with entrepreneurial companies, um, that you, the startups that you work with? You know, it, it was a, uh, it, it's a great question because um, what I've learned a whole bunch of different things from the experience of being in those publishing companies. And one of them you just alluded to, uh, and I kind of started with this whole notion of the steady cash flow from the, um, uh, from the consulting business, even while I was doing this thing. And this is really one of my big tips that I wanted to share today is you have to set up your organization so the founders are in a position to be patient. Nothing will screw up an entrepreneurial organization faster than a founder needing a check, right? And that's true whether you raise money or don't raise money. You have to set up the circumstances where the principals in the company can sit back and continue to have the interests of the business as their primary interest, right? So not diverted by, oh my gosh, mortgage payment coming up. Um, and there's a few ways to do that. You can have a spouse that is got, you know, a good professional job making good income. You can do consulting on the side, or you can have a salary if you've been uh, funded uh, by someone, which is enough for you to not have that worry on your plate in, in such a fundamental way. And so 
I'm having a an an ouch moment here because I'm wondering uh-huh. how many companies do you actually come across who do that? Well, you know, that's a, it's a great question. Um, uh, you know, I guess there's probably a uh, uh, a cousin of of way to say that, which is know the length of your runway, right? Nobody has an infinite runway, right? You can't uh, uh, can't be just uh, um, uh, uh, fooling around, hoping something will will, will bust for you for, or, or go big for you forever, right? So, um, you know, you don't certainly don't want to be in a situation where you've got three months and and then you're out, right? For the most part. Uh, so if the runway is a year, then uh, then you know that you have a runway of a year and that's what you can you can put into it. So I think being really clear on what that situation looks like is is the way I might modify the way I presented it. Well, it's interesting because just a couple of recently we had a, a program on with um, Blaine Birch, who has a product called Dry Run. Um, Jillian, you'll remember yes, that because uh, yes. you found him, and it and it was a great piece of modeling software, so you could see where your cash flow was coming from, and not yeah. make stupid mistakes based on panicky sense of running out of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and clearly there's the related tip, right? Of of you've got to be able to manage your money extremely well, right? Uh, you're gonna no matter how you do it, you are going to have limited cash resources available. Uh, and, uh, um, you know, you have to make it count, right? And you have to make those decisions very smartly. Uh, and so th- this tool that you've just mentioned, Dan, sounds like a great one uh, to help uh, help people do that because it's critical to success. Yeah, anybody who wants to have a look at the tool or listen to it can go to our our podcast page on Webmaster Radio and uh, it's here the podcast it was uh, I think um, earlier this month earlier November that we ran this um, so uh, Jillian you're nodding your head I can hear you nodding your yes, head over you can. There. <laughs> <laughs> indeed indeed yeah I, I would totally agree Eric that uh, making sure that everybody's in the same page with cash flow is a critical piece so uh, we're going to take a break here at, uh, in just a moment here at CEO Coach, but just kind of recapping an understanding of multiple sales of the companies and so on. When you come back, I'd like to say, did it make you crazy or are you still standing? And what are the big takeaways from understanding what you just did? This is Jillian Music with Ann Kennedy at CEO Coach with Eric Enga. We're talking about buying and selling companies and running things with your partners and understanding the cash flow as you move forward. We'll be right back. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. ShipStation helps online retailers ship orders faster. It's so easy to set up and use. ShipStation gives you tools to automatically import, manage, and ship your orders in the most cost-efficient way. Save money with the best USPS rates possible, as well as a free USPS account. ShipStation integrates with all the most popular e-commerce platforms and shipping carriers. Get shipping done no matter where you sell or how you ship. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. 
Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investments. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Paywin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. We're back with Julian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to CEO Coach. Thanks so much, Eric. That was an amazing uh, short story, of essentially, of how you uh, manage the, the ebb and flow here. Tell us more about what you're doing today and what you took away from these experiences that helped make you more successful today. Yeah. Uh, so I think what, I, what I've learned or what I learned during the entrepreneurial experience and really kind of feeds into the, the consulting business we have today, right, is uh, how powerful it is to understand uh, what sources of traffic you can bring to your website uh, and, uh, and you know, how to leverage that to help you grow your business. Uh, obviously, a big part of that is organic SEO, uh, but a lot of other things come into play too, such as social media these days or, or really well thought out content marketing campaigns. Um, and I think for a lot of early stage companies, uh, it, it, a very important part of their business plan uh, to be able to have a, a strategy for how they can get that kind of traffic uh, uh, to their site because they can get uh, uh, you know sales and exposure uh, which doesn't require a huge branding campaign to unfold and particularly if you're in a market you know where where you're doing something relatively new or you're occupying a niche as opposed to a broad vertical, uh, a broad horizontal area, I should say. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, the uh, uh, it's a great source of traffic, and it's still something that uh, should be possible for an early stage business to get their hands on. So a lot of times when we're working with early stage companies, it's getting them to understand how powerful uh, a part of their business plan this can be, and then of course you know the mechanics about how you go about doing it and, and making it work for you. Mm-hmm. Makes good sense. Um, it, as you are, as as you're working today, you're doing a consulting work, and you said the company has grown significantly over the last few years. Um, how many were the founders? Was it just you or a colleague? Uh, actually, uh, I'm the sole founder of the company. Uh, mm-hmm. What we have done uh, is we've invested significantly in a very strong executive staff. Uh, we have a really strong CFO, a real s- 
strong VP of our consulting team and a, a VP of our services team and um, a couple of uh, director level people as well. Um, and, uh, you, you know, as an entrepreneur, and this is another, uh, I hope, great tip is um, you got to hire people who are going to tell you when you're full of it. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, that's so true. <laughs> and how many CEOs have you met, Jillian, who actually will listen to that? <laughs> oh, very precious few. But, you know, that is one of the things that I would call um, an attribute of a successful CEO. I talk so often about the assets and attributes of successful companies and therefore successful CEOs as well. Knowing it, oh, my gosh, listening, absolutely. That would be huge in terms of, uh, you know, having a CEO who can um, really know when they're full of it and will just listen and go, okay, thanks. <laughs> yeah, so It doesn't always happen just, okay, thanks. Sometimes it's like you're kind of like daggers coming out of your eyes and then your shoulders sag, you know, oh, you're right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's okay to take it hard, but as long as you finally get it, I think that is an important thing. Um, it's kind of know thyself. I think that really is the the key that what perhaps we can step back and look at the situation um, without ego, right? This ability to step away from yourself and not have to defend your own point of view past a certain point. Obviously, we should all defend things in conversation and that way the best solution comes up. But that final ability to step back, as you say, uh, Eric, and just sag your shoulder and go, yeah, you're right. (laughs) That's a big deal. Well, so, to that too, which is knowing your your weaknesses and hiring to fill against those weaknesses, right? Yes. Um, it, you you really have to do that. You, you're not going to get there. Uh, um, I mean, you can't get to entrepreneurial success without having that understanding. In my opinion, it's it's so critical uh, to, to getting something that works in the long run. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Um, you're saying basically hire your uh, complementary skill set. Do you also hire for complementary, um, how should I say, uh, life viewpoints, or do you look for congruence there? Uh, life viewpoints. Well, I guess I'm going to ask specifically what you mean by that. Uh, kind, of, kind of cultural, I guess, really. It's like um, certainly there are introverts and extroverts, and one hires kind of a good mix of that because they bring different assets to the table. And certainly you hire somebody who's great with numbers and great with marketing and somebody else who kind of gets into the technology and someone who can build stuff or manage people. So you want some people wranglers and some individual contributors. And all of those, one might say, are essentially the assets of the individual. Well, not true. Introvert or extrovert would be an attribute of the individual. But in terms of attributes as well, there are these life views, people who view from, uh, how should I say, from from a point of uh, generosity or abundance and those who would view from kind of um, saving things, uh, a point of, we would call it fear, but that's kind of a negative word. What you really want to say is the protectionist, right? So you want kind of your lawyer to be a protectionist. I get that, right? Somebody would say, well, these are all the possibilities and we're going to protect you from those things. You want your financial person maybe to be that way. But in the broader sense of things, maybe uh, often when people are, are hiring, they ask, well, are you a pirate or a ninja? It kind of says, how do you come to life? You know, how do you approach life in general? And people align themselves with one idea or another. How do you do that, Eric? Do you look for, yes. say, no, I want a whole team of pirates because that makes us move forward? Or, no, we better have a mix. 
<coughs> yeah, so excuse me again, but yes, I think uh, uh, culture fit is is really important, right? So there's a matter of how far we draw these analogies. Um, uh, but to the direct part of your question, uh, we do hire mostly uh, around the culture of being very open, very sharing, um, and um, uh, you know having. Uh, um, a transparent uh, perspective to how we conduct our businesses. I think th those parts are, are predominant in the in the way that we hire here. Um, that doesn't mean you can't have some people in the picture who are going to give you some sanity checks once in a while. You mentioned the CFO or legal counsel. Uh, I don't think it has to be exclusively that, but I think you have to be very mindful if you're going to hire somebody who um, is there to provide a uh, a check and balance against an excess of one kind of cultural direction, um, if that cultural direction is really important to your company. Um, right. So that's how I think about it. But because uh, I, I think if you don't have any checks, then you get unbounded and you can really hurt yourself, right? And I, I do think there is a, a value in, in having that person there and making sure that they are able to feel like they're contributing too, right? Uh, so that they... They're providing a healthy check at times. So that's the way I come out of it. But I'm actually going to share a, uh, a thought that I got from, uh, since we mentioned him already, from Rand. Um, I saw him present at State of Search last year. And this is a different aspect of culture, but it's just worth mentioning because it's such a great uh, statement by him. Uh, it's more important to have culture fit uh, than... Um, uh, a rock star people. In other words, if you have to choose between someone who's a, an average performer and a strong culture fit, someone who's a rock star performer and is going to be a, a poor culture fit with the company and hence disruptive, that's an easy choice. You go with a good culture fit every time. Totally agree. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I would also say hire for culture the first time um, and then look at the assets and attributes uh, that they bring to the table. The assets, um, certainly you can't, if you will, mitigate those in any way. You still need to find it, but it could take a lot longer to hire. So, yeah, what, that one makes thing sense. Add, though, too, is when you're in your early stages of a business, you really want to try as, for as long as you can to hire from what I'm going to call a closely held set of contacts, right? And I don't mean necessarily your direct friends, but people you know or people who people you know know so that you are dealing very much with known entities. That's my experience. So that when you start with that, your early core is you're not going to get into really like bad disruptive situations when you're five or six people. Because that, that starts killing you before you're even out of the gate. And right. Really right. have to avoid that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We need to take a break now. And that's such a great thought to uh, come back to afterwards. And I know we've only gotten through three of your many tips. So we're going to take a break right now. And we'll be back. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end -end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. 
Want to change the content mix of your app? Point click and it's live in real time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to CEO Coach. This is Jillian Music, Ann Kennedy, and Eric Engut. We are shooting the breeze about owning and operating and selling uh, companies, consultancies, and so on. So, Eric, as we're going to wrap up here, can you share, if you will, those three hottest tips that you would say if you're building a company that you do want to sell over time, um, as a consultancy even, maybe as a, you know, a lifestyle business as opposed to a scalable corporation. What would be your tips? How do you plan for that future? Yeah, a great question. I think, Paul, uh, you have to be very mindful of what the perceived exit point is going to be. Uh, and one of the things that I really like to do during this process is maybe even two years before, uh, you know, I'm getting to a point where I might want to do an exit, up. Start socializing and making yourself known to the potential buyers. Uh, you really need to, to do that. You need to get in their mind and have them be aware of you and then maybe have some great, you know, open you know, dialogues about what's going on in the industry and not ever actually bring up, hey, I might want to sell my company someday. It's not, that's not the point of it. It's just get on the radar. Do it, do it early. Do it often, right? Um, right. Become friends with them. Uh, very helpful. Okay, uh, so get to know your potential buyers early and kind of hang out with them. Don't get pushy, but hang out with them. Yeah, All right, tip you. number two. Okay, so uh, know what makes you different. Uh, you have to be very clear about this. And a lot of times what happens in early stage companies is they try to do too many things, right? And you have to stay really close to your core. In fact, we had a conversation about this earlier today right here in Stone Temple, because we were, we were talking about some new things that we're planning on doing, and uh, a couple of my uh, uh, senior execs were kind of freaking out, and so I said, no, 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 don't worry. This is all in the context of how we're going to do this service to enhance SEL. And then there was, there was the sighs of relief, because they thought that I was suggesting that we go in some new direction. We would be competing with people who have been doing it longer, be hard sell for us. So just know what makes you different and where your core capabilities are. Make sure you stay close to those. 
Okay, so tip number two is that unique selling proposition. It's as applicable to you as your, at your business or your consultancy as it is to those that you serve. All right, tip number two, know your differentiation. Okay, and I actually have two more, but they're, they're We'll short. take two more, quick. Okay, <laughs> so, um, be opportunistic, and that actually sounds like um, uh, being contrary to the one I just said, but um, actually recognizing an inflection point that still keeps you close to your core for an opportunity that has come up and jump on it, uh, a madman, uh, I don't know what the rest of that analogy was supposed to be, but <laughs> uh, jump all over it. And, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, I've had many of these inflection points uh, uh, along the way uh, um, in the, the growth of Stone Temple Consulting and becoming, you know, more visible in the, uh, the search industry. Uh, it was all about recognizing special opportunities you know, being able to be part of uh, writing the art of SEO was one of those opportunities that emerged, and and I, I left on it with with two feet because it was core to the business. It was going to be a very demanding thing on me, but it became kind of a launch point for the next stage of, of the consulting business. Right. Okay. So. Um you're saying the, the next piece is understand when you have an opportunity, a moment of inflection, and grasp that opportunity. Don't miss opportunity when it knocks. Okay. Right. When it's core to your business. When yes. it's core to business, right. That's right. Can look at you. So, okay, last tip before fail, we have to go. <laughs> fail fast. Okay. Lots of people say that. What do you mean by it, Eric? Lots of people... Uh, uh, try things in their in their businesses, and uh, and they keep trying different iterations, or maybe they invest slowly. So let, I'll make a very practical example. Imagine that you're trying to learn how to do uh, uh, paid to search, right? And you know that you want to eventually get to a campaign where you're spending a hundred thousand dollars a month. But the CFO says you can have $500 a month to start experimenting with this and see if you can figure it out. Right. That's Insufficient. Not it's not failing fast. It's going to take you two years to learn anything, right? And right. And by then, everything will have changed. So you, okay. if you're going to commit to an initiative, commit to it wholly enough that you can get the conclusion uh, quickly, be it good or bad. The worst thing that can happen to you is something that's wallowing. And it's kind of on the edge of maybe kind of sort of successful, but you don't really know. Right. If it's going to fail, you want to you want to push through it, get to the point of failure quickly, push it aside, get to the next idea. So we have are out of time. I am devastated because this has been so much fun, Eric. Um, where can people reach you if they want to know more? Where can they find the book? Things like that. So uh, email is e-e-n-g-e at stonetemple.com. Twitter is at Stone Temple, Google Plus, plus Eric Enga, or www.stonetemple.com. The book is available on Amazon. It's published by O'Reilly Media. So a simple search on the art of SEO will bring that up for you. Well, Eric, thank you so much for your insights, your wisdom, and your time. We've loved having you on the show. I wish it were longer. Jillian, take us home. 
Absolutely. You can download these shows through webmasterradio.fm, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and so many other places around the web. We hope you'll stop by at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash podcast. Again, facebook.com slash podcast. Pop in your questions or tell us who you'd like us to have interviewed and talk about entrepreneurship, the event adventure ahead. We hope that you'll join us next week at CEO Coach. This is Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy with Eric Enga. Thank you, Eric. Uh, thank you. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.